Hola, mi amo Chris. Y mi amo Erwin. Welcome to episode 6 of Abdelmas Ventura. This week we're going to talk about uh, update on the current situation in Ventura as we're sat in a freezing cold UK after just coming back from two weeks, landed back in the UK yesterday. So we're going to talk about our recent experiences over the last two weeks, update for the current situation and uh, then we'll talk about some of the stuff we did in the last two weeks and the places we went and things we did and hopefully once again you'll enjoy it. Episode 6. Episode 6 already, Owen. No. What do you think about that? I didn't think we'd do one. <laughs> I didn't think we'd post one and now we're going to post six. Episode 6 and 1,500 downloads. No. It's quite good. Incredible. So thank you for everybody who's listened to previous episodes. Thank you to everybody who's downloaded uh, all 1,500 episodes. All 1,500 episodes. Oh, sorry. All, all 1,500 <laughs> downloads. It's amazing the stats we've got. We've got people from across the world who've downloaded episodes. So it just proves what a fantastic island Fertig Venture is and the fact that people want to hear us discussing it, talking about it. <laughs> Two and people. Basically promoting the beautiful island. Yeah. So we'll talk about um, our last two weeks. Um and update people on our, our, the situation out there because it has changed. In fact, it changed twice while we were there uh, with both the announcements from the UK government and the Canadian government. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, that uh, and then we'll talk about various other things about our stay this time. Obviously, we're going to venture to talk about airports. So, Owen, the airport expert, tell us about the experience this time on the airports. Well, this time we went from Stansted, which we've done quite a few times, not recently though. But obviously this time we went from Stansted, we found it cheaper for some reason. So, funny enough, the how long, which flight, was it the day before our flight? But it got cancelled. Yeah, the day before, Thursday before. The day before our flight when it all got cancelled and there was some mix up with the Stansted flight. So we were a bit on edge then whether ours was going to go ahead as scheduled. So from all those going from airports, uh, Trip down to Stansted, fine, no problem at all. Uh, parked up for two weeks, long stay car park, fine. Uh, getting on the bus, uh, different experience because you can't talk to the driver anymore, it's all, board, it's all taped off. But no problem on, on, on the coach, on the bus to the airport, quite early in the morning. It was a 6.10 flight, so it was very, very quiet. Going to the airport, check in as normal, no Back problem drop. at all. Bag drop, uh, very, very quiet airport. Stansted, we thought it would be much busier than it was. Uh, then we got through into um, departures, and it was starting to get busy. It was. Way, departures were way busier than I thought it would be. Yeah, first, very first few night. very few shops open, unlike normal, but the, the, res, the restaurants and uh, cafes were back open again. Yeah. So you could get your weather spoons, you could get your, your early morning drinks. It, it was open um, for those who are going through. Um Social distancing was in, in place, would you say? Um, for the queues for security and bag drop, yes. After departures, there was no no one controlling it. There were blocked seats so you couldn't sit near each other, but when you were just walking, there were no strict social distancing at all. In the We went in the Weatherspoons, in which the dining room was configured to be social distant appliant, if that's how you say it. 
but apart from that, I don't think that it was very COVID secure through Santa departures. Um, I thought it was better than I expected it. I thought there'd be more people. I thought yeah. it was better than I expected to be. And when we got called to plane uh, and walked through to uh, Ryanair um, destination departures, it wasn't too bad at all. There was not that many people. To be fair, there were only about 80 people on the flight. Yeah. Uh, I expected it to be less, so it, it was quite busy. There were 80 people on the flight. No problem at all. Uh, social distancing on the flight. Again, a, a really uh, nice flight over four hours. Um, safe as anything. Felt really safe. Obviously, you've got to wear masks all the time. So everybody wore the masks. Very compliant masks. Uh, stewardesses. What do you call them that these days? Cabin crew. Cabin crew. Uh, they were fine. Uh, encouraging people to wear masks. So it wasn't a problem. Uh, and then once we landed again in Fuerteventura, uh, we could talk about how we got through the airport. It was actually the same procedure as last time. So paperwork with going... You need, all you need is your Spanish health form, which is completed online uh, at SpanishHealth.gov or SpanishHealth.es. It's just a quick form. You just need your name, address, where you're staying, flight details, booking reference and things like that. Then all you need to do is you'll get an email with the QR code, which you need to scan at the airport on arrival, and then that's it, done. So when you land, you deplane as normal and go through a... Um, Passport control, which we did have to show our passport this time. And then you walk past a temperature scan, which you are unaware of, really. Did you notice it? I did this time, yeah. You did this time. Yeah. And then you scan your Spanish health QR code as normal. And then that's it, you get your bags. Yeah, one tip, make sure your, your Spanish QR code is done online. Because yeah. it does, once you get to the airport, if you have not done it, you have to fill in a paper copy at the airport. It does take a little bit more time. They don't like the paper copies. They want you to have it on your phone. It's quicker having it on your phone. They scan it and get you through quicker. If you're on paper, it's a separate queue and it does take longer for your forms to be processed. Uh, and we don't normally take cases, but we did take a case this time and the case was waiting for us on the carousel when we got through, uh, through passport control. So that's how quick it is again, cases off planes at the moment. Mm. Uh, there must have only been 20 plus 20 cases on the carousel at maximum yeah so very very quick uh out the airport we did hire a car again and for the first time we experienced a queue at the uh car rental uh checking for a vehicle uh we must have queued for about an hour yeah it was a significant queue than normal uh all car places were busy social distancing queues uh didn't our reason for for some reason was uh, the busiest uh, where previously we've got straight through to pick up a car so it was the busiest um took about an hour picked up a car we did get an upgrade a free upgrade got a nice uh, citroen uh, and again airport experience really good really positive no problem whatsoever we did um just before we uh set off this time we did hear of the Canadian government imposed the rule about masks at all times in in and out of bars even walking around the town you were expected to wear masks at all time uh, in all the shops uh, the only time you couldn't wear a mask is when you're eating or drinking but even when you sat waiting for a drink or something to eat you had to wear a mask 
did envisage that being a problem, did put us off, but I must admit, it wasn't the biggest problem we envisaged. It was fine, would you reckon? Uh, yeah, completely agree. It wasn't as intrusive or as bad as I thought it would be at all. You just have to get on with it. Obviously, some bars over there are very lenient with the rules. And obviously, so there is like mix. Like some bars let you take them off, some bars don't. Yeah, you've got to be honest when you're talking about it because we were there. So we we were sat in one bar on, on in Coletta Beachfront, uh, which we won't name, and the police did drive past and stop. Uh, we'd not got the mask on at the time because we were sat drinking. But the police came in and reminded the bar owners that everybody in the bar, even if you sat drinking, unless you got a uh, drink to your lips must be wearing masks all the time so the police were reminding people uh, we also were aware of some instances where the police were stood on the promenade between the Atlantico Centre and uh, the Beach Cafe and actually telling people to wear masks and actually in some instances they did fine people for not wearing masks or refusing to wear a mask and that wasn't just the English it was the Spanish as well uh, quite a lot of Spanish there at the moment some are not adhering to the rules and they were fined and we're aware of that and we did see it happen. So be, be very mindful of the fact you, if you are in the Canaries or in for Virtue Ventura, masks must be worn at all times. Fair to say that uh, the two type of masks, I wore a cloth, black cloth mask, and I will put a photo on uh, when we release the podcast, see what it looked like. Uh, but I did find that comfortable uh, because the wind blew through it. It, it wasn't the problem I envisaged. Uh, some of these... Um, blue uh, health type masks seem to have a bit of a problem with people pulling them off but I did find the uh, black cloth mask really really comfortable and didn't have a problem with it uh, what we are, what did you think you, you are the other type mask I did I wore a blue surgical type mask which I've worn that's the only mask I've worn throughout the whole coronavirus that's the one I've gone to I just found them comfortable light on my face they weren't invasive or uh, I don't know they weren't a bother I just wore them got on fine I took it off if I needed to like pulled it down on my face to have a breather and then just put it back on in all the seven eight years we've been going to uh, Ventura, this is probably the hottest two weeks we've ever it has had very, it was very very hot, hot up to 35 40 degrees in some instances there was a cleaner just before we were coming back home. Not the heaviest cleaner though. We've had heavy. I didn't think it was too bad of a cleaner, sand-wise. But even during the 35, 40 degrees, you can wear a mask. It isn't a problem. For for all those who are saying, I can't go to Coletta, I can't go to Fergie now, I can't wear the mask for a fortnight. Uh, we just had the hottest fortnight we've ever had. We found wearing masks no problem at all. Mm. In fact, we did walk to the top of Chipmunk Hill at one point uh, and took some photos of the view from up there and wore masks to the top and didn't find it a problem at all. So don't people don't be put off by you wearing masks. If you get the right type of mask, it ain't a problem. You'll have a good time. You'll have a fantastic time. Even on the beach, uh, you're supposed to wear masks on the beach. Until you're at your sunbed. Then when you're at your sunbed, you can take them off. Yeah, uh, people were being leaning to little bit on the beach, but even on the beach, people were sunbathing in masks. Um, and it, it, it was nice to see people uh, sticking to the rules at all times, wherever possible. 
So we did spend two weeks in Coletta, but we did see the rest of the island. Um, if we talk about uh, what's open and what's not open, we'll talk about Coletta first. Uh, the majority of bars are back open. We did go at the start of um, the end of July. The last two weeks in July, a lot more bars were shut then. This time, a lot more of the bars are back open. The White Centre has reopened again. Uh, with some of the bars, not all of them open in the White Centre, but the majority of bars are now open in the town, in the resort. Uh, all the beach bars are open, right from the Atlantic Coast Centre. They're all open the Atlantic Coast. Uh, beach cafes open, smiles open, uh, all, all round to the harbour, they're back open, and the, um, the harbour uh, cafes and restaurants are back open as well. So you, you can get a drink, uh, what we like to do, get a drink, and same people wash it around the harbour and the beach, it can all be done, everything is back open. White Centre, um, a lot of the shops are shut, must admit, quite a lot of the shops are still shut in Coletta. Uh, the White Centre is deserted quite a lot of the time. Uh, um, unfortunately, it's sad to see quite a lot of the shops don't look as if they are reopening anytime soon. Amen. So all, all the shops around the area, if you know where Villa Florida is in Fusion 22, none of the shops were open there apart from one supermarket. And it didn't seem they were due to open anytime soon. Uh, Los Arcos Centre, jewelry shop shut down, a couple of shops have shut down. Uh, but it didn't, again... It did seem some weren't going to open soon, uh, but all the bars are open and the restaurants are open. Yeah, so in terms of restaurants, booking is advisable because they the bars and restaurants need to know how many people are coming in and what time you need to come in, which is what we booked every time we went out, we tried to book, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, booking is advisable. Uh, quite a lot of them are not full. They do ask you to book, so they haven't got the amount of tables you used to have. Uh, and there is a fantastic QR code system operating in uh, mm. Coletta at the minute. Oh, well, in Coletta as well. Uh, and I'll let you talk about that because you, you're more, far well, more tech savvy than I am. Well, the new, no, it works. Well, they don't like having actual physical menus that are passed around and touched. So every tip, well, every restaurant we've been in, there's a QR code. QR code. QR code on the tables in which you scan and it brings a menu up and you can choose from there. I think most restaurants we've been to have used it and it actually works quite well. Yeah, you do scan it, then bring, it brings up on Safari on the internet and you click it and it goes back goes to the rest, restaurant's menu. Uh, unfortunately, if you're like me, you haven't got 4G. Uh, so I struggle, so you must have internet connection or 4G to be able to pick up the QR code. But it is a system that works really well. And it does make you feel safe when you're in bars and when you're in restaurants, you're ordering uh, food and drink. It does make you feel really safe. Yeah. Uh, we did go um, shopping quite a bit, supermarkets, um, no problem at all in the supermarkets. Last time we went to Hyperino, uh, I'd got taking um, temperature checks. Didn't see any temperature checks in the Hyperino this time, but you still have to sanitise when you go in. Every shop, you still have to sanitise. Uh, and you have to social distance queue, Hyperino, Spa and Mercadona um, all have um, sanitising queuing systems which makes it feel really safe. So if you, when you are supermarket shopping, uh, you do feel quite safe. Yeah. I think Mercadona, if you go out of Coletta shopping, as in Mercadona, that has trolley sanitising in place and... Um, 
hand sanitizer with social distancing and it's all I wouldn't say one way but as you go in it's one way and then all the aisles have been widened to facilitate social distancing and with a little that's hand sanitizer. Ah right, little was a problem when it was busy. Yeah. It, social distancing when it was busy, really busy, wasn't as adhered to as it could have been. Uh, and that was from the Spanish as well. But we went a few times and when it wasn't busy everything was fine. Little. Uh, obviously little's, little's a place for bargains and the cheaper food so we, we tend to go in there but um, it, it does, even though there wasn't social distancing as such it did feel fairly safe uh, we did go in the couple of china shops on the El Matarral um, oh Super Barato uh, was okay a big Chinatown uh, was fine but in there you have to hand your bags in to put in, bring, bring another bag and a few people were moaning that that wasn't exactly safe uh, didn't see a problem myself, but you have to put your obviously you have to put your bags in another bag and walk around. But once you're in there and walking around, uh, we all know how massive that shop is. But you did feel safe when you're walking around. Um, so Coletta is fine. Um, plenty of walks. We do plenty of walks. Not many people about, uh, and quite a lot of the hotels are still shut, uh, which is very very sad to see at the moment. We would have thought quite a lot of the hotels would be looking to reopen again, but um, quite a lot are short and saying they're not going to open until um, October, November time under current circumstances, uh, which meant that the resort was very, very quiet. Not many people about it. wasn't the buzzing place we've seen it previously. Um, positively, that means it's a little bit more safe, but negatively, that's got a massive impact on the economy of, of the town. Uh, with the bars and restaurants, um, the ones that are open are getting people in, but not of the volume they've had before, uh, and they are managing to survive at the moment. Um, the, uh, only a couple shut. It's going to mention last podcast that Trafalgar and um, Sports Land just shut down. Uh, pleased to say now that Trafalgar's reopening again under new ownership. So again, that'll be back to the and um, back to what it was. Um, only a couple short, a couple of our favourites to be honest. Uh, Fun in the Sun was short. We can't wait to that home. So a plea for Fun in the Sun. Please open again. So before Christmas, uh, so we can start going in there again. Uh, but um, it was very, very quiet. Yeah, so we did hire a car and we did go up to Cor- Coral Echo um, for the day. Um, Coral Echo again. Very, 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 very quiet compared to what it normally is. Uh, we went on a Sunday, like we normally, sorry, we went on a Thursday this time for the El Campinaro market. Uh, again, that was not as busy as it normally would. All the market stalls were there, all the traders were there, and more of the shops in the centre were open than last time. But again, it was very, very quiet. And there's all, I think there's only fun little bit shut. But it was very, very quiet. Not a lot of people about at all. No, and it, it takes down the atmosphere of the place when there's not a lot of people there. Because normally that's buzzing. It's a busy market. And with the less people there, just the atmosphere doesn't feel as good. Yeah, there were, there were a, a Spanish band playing um, Spanish music, yeah. typical Canary music. And nobody was listening to it because nobody there. there was no I was really sorry there. for them. Yeah. But um, Coral Echo itself... Again, walk down the main strip, 
all the shops are now open, apart from a couple of the little um, touristy shops. All the main um, bar, all the main shops are open. Uh, all the perfume shops, clothes shops, uh, fun grub, etc., is reopened again. Um, quite a lot of the bars are open. The restaurants are open. Not many people in them. Uh, it was very very quiet. I had a walk on the front, so I love walking on the front, sat in our normal restaurant uh, for a sandwich, looking out the front, and normally, if you sat people watching outside the harbour, loads of people walking past, but very, very quiet again. The beach wasn't very busy, um, not many people on the beach, it, it was really, really hot. Um, a couple of bars and restaurants around the front weren't, weren't open, but the main, it's, the, the resorts came back to normal. It's fair to say the resort is getting back to ball. He just needs people. Yeah, uh, and there wasn't people there. Football. Yeah, you'll find you'll find really strange, didn't you? I did because it, I've never seen it so empty. It's in the streets. It's just dead, empty. It, it's not nice to see, especially with all the shops that are open, that are not getting people in. Some of the staff when we walked in were jumping over at moon. Because someone walks into their shop, which is, is not nice. And the most disappointing thing about this, this is the middle of summer holidays. Yeah. This is when you're Peak expecting season. the resort to be really busy. Peak season. Um, again, a few of the hotels still shut, not open, not receiving people, which is disappointing. Uh, they do say it's going to get back to normal um, October, November time, hopefully, um, once this quarantine's over and... UK government announced the relaxation quarantine. People start travelling back to the island again in bigger numbers so we can get back to somewhere like what it was because it is still fairly safe. It, even in Coral Echo, everybody wore masks. Didn't see anybody not wearing a mask. Uh, people on the beach have got the masks on. People around the harbour have got the masks on. Um, back to normal. Uh, the ferries are running as normal. Uh, the day trips are running as normal. Um, so the resort. He's getting back to where it should be, just needs the people again. It was really, really hot and not uncomfortable. Um, so we did have to spend a lot of time, surprisingly, sat outside bars, having a couple of pints of Tropical and watching people. Um, a couple of restaurants we've not been to before, which I must recommend for people who've not tried them. And we did an episode on, on bars and restaurants in Coletta, which went down very well. Uh, a couple we didn't mention because we've not been to, which I'll mention now, is uh, La Dolce Vita, mm -hmm. uh, which, above, if you don't know... is above um, Orlando and Ohana Lounge. Ohana Lounge and Ohana, California, yeah. opposite the bus station. Yeah. Um, really nice pizza restaurant. Quality pizzas, they're really, really low price. Mm. Um, nice. You'll you say they're one of the nicest pizzas you've had. Definitely resort. one of the nicest pizzas in the resort. Yeah. And a good price as well. You do, 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 eat, do eat a lot of pizzas as well. I do. It is. Uh, and the other one we recommend, I've never been to before. We've all been meant to go in the eight years we've been going to collect and never been, because really, whenever we tried to book, it's been full, uh, is Nesta's up on Monte Castillo Centre. Below Zanzibar. Uh, went, managed to book one Tuesday night, I think it was. Went there. Uh, three gorgeous, gorgeous meals of steak, uh, surf and turf. What did you have? Ribs. Ribs. Absolutely fantastic meal. Absolutely gorgeous. So much so that normally our, our last night is 
um, Al Gomez or Fredo Rock. This time went to Nesters again, mm. and I think we both had the fillet steak burger, uh, which I must admit has now gone to number one in Chris's list of burgers to have in Coletta, because uh, it was tremendous, and service was excellent. Had a drive up to El Cusio. Yeah, we were placed with all they ever been once, uh, which was very, very quiet. Didn't spend any time there, but we, we went and had a, a virtual fall there. There was uh, El Cotillo, and it was uh, excellent. Uh, went on a Saturday. Um, and what did you think, Owen? What do you think of El Cotillo this time? Small. It is, it's, it is small compared to Coleta and Carolico. But it's typical Spanish, it's nice, it's quaint. Um, it's surfer's paradise, isn't it? We're not really beachy people, but if you are beachy people, I'd definitely make a stop there, because their beaches were really good, and with waves from the sea. For those who haven't been, it's got two uh, fantastic beaches, South and North Resort, uh, and there's quite a lot of surfing on there, uh, and, and paragliding. Uh, and it looked a really buzzy atmosphere. Uh, in fact, it's probably the probably the smallest, but probably the busiest resort we went to, um, mm. because it was full. Every bar and every restaurant on the Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon were full. Uh, and I said we've only been once before, never had a, a full walk around it. Uh, we had a nice um, meal in what we call the way Aguari. Aguari restaurant right on the harbour. Lovely little harbour to take photos of the boats, uh, and then we had a walk around the front um, uh, through all the little shops. And there is a couple of other um, complexes where the hotels were shut, but the bars and restaurants were open, and they were really buzzing. Really good atmosphere, quite a lot of surfers. Beach was very busy, fantastic sandy beaches, both sides, really, really busy. Um, and what a lovely place. Mm. We'll certainly go back there a few times. It was really, really nice. It's worth a stop and a trip, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and you can get there on the bus from um, Coraleco. So um, if you ever fancy a trip, uh, and I'm sure some people on this uh, listening to us will know what uh, Alcatel is like, and we'll put some photos on as well, but uh, please make a, a point of going there because you won't be disappointed. You have a full day out long, can you have a full holiday there? It, it's mm. tremendous, tremendous place. Uh, and on on the way out, we went to a place called La Rages. La Jarez. La Jarez. Go on, say Jarez. Which again, uh, really nice, um, quite a villagey land, but it got a really buzzing atmosphere. Saturday morning, we found a market. We'd have gone early, we'd have, gone, we'd have dropped off and gone to the market. So we do like our markets and, and collected them on the shut. But it was a really buzzing atmosphere. It's a surfer town, quite a lot of surf shops. Uh, quite a lot of clothes shops. It's all natural there as well, and it? it's like aloe vera and goat stuff. It's na natural to Fort Ventura. Yeah. yeah, a really nice <clears throat> inland village. So if you've got a chance, please go along and, and have a look at that. 48 hours prior to your return to the UK, you need to go on gov.uk to fill in the... Um, provide your contact details before your return to the UK page and fill out their passenger health locator form. It's the same sort of stuff that goes on the Spanish form, just takes a little bit longer, we found. 
and then just get an email confirmation of that done or you take a screenshot of your form you'll see it there and then take a screenshot which you get to show at the UK border on your arrival into the UK and again Stansted a little bit disappointing that coming back through Stansted you didn't have to um, show no. your completed form the previous East Midlands even the middle of the night you had to show your form mm -hmm. Stan said nothing it was straight through straight through um, the passport control automated passport control system straight out um, social distance that Stan said coming back was fine um, again the buses was fine um, a little bit strange because the bus was not in its normal place to come back yeah, and that caught, caught a lot of people out who were stood at the bus stop wrong bus stop for in the rain for quite a while but um, yeah it was uh, really safe uh, and straight back at home um, so not much has changed apart from the Spanish Canadian government while trying to reduce the numbers of cases because they've had a spike in Grand Canaria due to the Spanish um, youngsters nightclubbing partying etc so they, they put a, a ban Canadian government now put a ban on places shutting after it must, must be closed at 12 uh, no nightclubs can open um, just to get the youngsters off the street. Uh, there was a slight upturn in Fuerteventura just to one um, isolated case in one of the local villages which have smashed it as a party. But again, Fuerteventura is still very, very safe. It, it's the safest of the Canary Islands. So please don't be worried about going. Uh, be happy to venture out there. Um, if you can, if you can manage the quarantine, if you can sort your insurance out, please go because the bars, restaurants, the economy, the shops definitely need the English back into resort. So that's it for um, talking about Fuerteventura this time. Again, another two fantastic weeks in the sun. Uh, very hot Holland. sun. Very hot <laughs> very sun. Hot very, sun. very, very hot sun. I, I've come back with the best tan I've ever had. Um, love again love the place everything fantastic we just need more people there we just need more people back into Fuerteventura so uh, plea from Chris uh, if you talk to people who are not, go are not going on at the minute uh, and are cancelling and they don't need to cancel please have a word ask them to go uh, the place desperately needs us the place desperately needs English visitors English tourists to spend money in the bars and restaurants um, uh, to get it back to, to what it was before fantastic place it is uh, as we said before this is episode six thank you for the people to the people who've um, downloaded and enjoyed our previous podcasts uh, we are looking to do more in fact we are looking for subjects to um, join us on our podcast and we've got a couple of people hopefully lined up uh, who are um, do quite good things in Fuerteventura to talk to uh, but uh, we'd like recommendations from other people uh, if you've got anybody in mind or even if you want to come on and have a discussion yourself uh, please direct messages or talk to us and we're quite happy to welcome you on to our podcast but our next episode we actually have a special idea which we're going to be doing next episode we are looking to do a facebook q and a i didn't know that well you, just... <laughs> you do now <laughs> you do now so there'll be a post going out on our facebook page and we'll share it to other groups and we want you to leave questions for us to, to answer for our next episode. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good idea. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I so said we are looking to interview people. Um, we want other people's experience of Fletch Ventura. Um, 
it's to the uh, Facebook page is going up, likes are going up, people are sharing it. So there's a tremendous amount of interest out here in the island. We love what we're doing. Uh, we love talking about the place. Uh, we'd love to talk to more people about the place. So as I said, if you are interested, direct messages. Uh, keep following the keep following the Facebook page, and let's see what comes of it. So yeah, if you are interested in being featured on one of our episodes, just leave a message to the Facebook page. We'll get back to you as quick as possible. Like you said, we'd love to hear from other people who've been, what their thoughts are. We'll mention a few in our next episode as well with the answers to the Q&A questions. So that's it for this episode. Episode 6, all done and dusted. I'm Chris. I'm Owen. Thank you again for listening, downloading and being positive about the island of Fuerteventura. And let's see you all back there at some point in the near future. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.